Hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 17. I'm your host, Rupali Monga, and thank you so much for tuning in today, taking time out of your really busy schedule to listen in. I appreciate you, and I cannot wait to dive into today's episode where we're going to be talking about the three lessons mom entrepreneurs learn in their business too late. I'm so excited about today's topic because I share some lessons that have profoundly impacted me and my business and my sanity and my whole goal here is for you to if you haven't you know made some of these mistakes i shall say um or experience these lessons for yourself then hopefully this will help you avoid them or at least be on the lookout for them so that if they do pop up, creep up in your life or in your business, you can kind of nip them in the bud right away. And if you have experienced them as well, I will be sharing some things that I have done in my business so that it can help you course correct along the way and you can get your sanity back be happier and more peaceful while building your business and raising a family and most importantly not feel so alone while you're building your business you know feel like you are including your family and your loved ones in the process of building this passion and pursuing your passion dreams that you have for yourself and for your family so let's go ahead and dive right in So life has been pretty hectic lately with just trying to juggle everything that's going on between my son's feeding issues, which some of you probably already know about uh, if you've been listening along to some of my podcast episodes, um, dealing with my own issues that have been coming up. I've been noticing some personal things that have been rising to the surface from childhood, some anger, some... I guess rage, I don't know what it is, but you know, when things get extremely stressful for me, I've noticed that I get a little crazy. So I've been dealing with all of that and meeting with different doctors and specialists for my son, as well as for myself. And I was sitting in the doctor's office the other day and I started thinking about how mom entrepreneurs, first of all, mothers in general, okay, <laughs> but mothers who are also entrepreneurs have the hardest of all, right? We are dealing with, we're essentially building and raising two babies or three, four or five, depending on how many kids you have at the same time. You know, you're raising your children and you're you're building a business, which kind of is like a child too, right? There's going to be some days that are great. There's going to be some days that just suck, plain on suck. And you're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to, you know, get up every single day, put that happy face back on when you may not even be that happy and just keep going for it. Right. And that's just your business and your children. And then you have your partner, right? Or you might have other loved ones in your family that you either live with or have to care for or whatever it is. The point is that we are dealing with so much in our life. Right. And despite all that, I still, in my deepest of hearts, believe that we are capable as moms and as entrepreneurs of moving mountains if we really wanted to. We are capable of moving mountains, right? And that's why I just, I love us, right? I love my fellow female sisters. I love moms. I love moms who are building businesses while raising a family. And I have so much... I wish I could pour out how much passion I feel for for you all, for me, for all of us together who, who are doing this together. 
And I love us because there's just so much shit that we have to deal with on a daily basis, right? Life is messy and it's something that I've had the hardest time with because I like to be in control of things. And when they aren't, I freak out. And that's also one of the reasons why I'm also getting help for myself, to be quite honest. Because motherhood, you know, there's a lot of things that aren't in your control. And if you have a personality where you like to be in control, it can really start messing with your brain. (laughs) So that's also one of the reasons. But, you know, in all this messiness of motherhood, I realized that this is also a time where I've grown the most, loved the hardest, and have had so many aha moments, as in lessons learned, in my business. And quite honestly, if I didn't catch them now, I'm sure they would have taken me on a self-destructive and lonely path as I continue to build my business and raise my family. And so that's what I want to share with you today. The top three lessons mom entrepreneurs learn in their business too late. And hopefully by you listening to this now, you'll be able to avoid them or take note and put in the effort to correct them if you see yourself doing them before you burn out and before it becomes too late. So let's talk about them. So lesson number one is not making yourself a priority. The thing with us moms is that we are wired. We are biologically wired to give to nurture, to care, and to love. And that is a beautiful thing. And that's, I think that is what also makes us so special and capable of moving mountains if we really wanted to. And that's great. But when you're just giving, 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 and you're not focusing on yourself, that's when things can become a problem, right? And I see this happening a lot. And quite honestly, this is something that I was doing, which I caught right? And I decided to take action and start getting the help that I needed to really focus on my mental peace, right? And what I see a lot with my friends who are moms and entrepreneurs or clients that I've worked with in the past who are also mothers and entrepreneurs is that we focus so much on giving to our children, to our partners, to our clients, to our customers, to our family, to our friends, to anyone else that matters to us, that sometimes we start neglecting our own mental health, our happiness, our sanity, right? And these are some of the things that you really want to watch out for because when you start doing them, all of that pressure, that noise that you have in your life, being a mother and also being a business owner, really starts rising to the surface, right? And we know as entrepreneurs, what is the most fundamental thing that helps us keep going? It's our mindset, right? It's good to have the tools, the business strategies, the tactics, all that stuff is important, right? And that when you, when you have that, yes, that stuff will move your business forward. But if you're not right in the mind and in the heart and in the soul, none of that other stuff, none of the tools, the business strategies, the tactics will even matter, right? So it's all about making yourself a party. So how do you do that? And I'm going to share a couple of examples to do that. And things that I'm doing and that are helping me get my mental peace back. So what I do on a daily basis is I journal, okay? Journaling, I'll be very honest, I had stopped doing this for a while after I had my son because, you know, in my life, it was like everything is hectic. I have, you know, I'm I'm building a business. I have my son and then, you know, he has all these feeding issues and we're constantly going to different doctors and appointments and, you know, he's starting early intervention for walking um, because his walking, I mean, he's only 13 months. but still like he has slightly lower muscle tone. So we're doing that. And, and, you know, and then we were moving recently. I mean, 
things have happened, right? And things have been happening. And so I used all of that as an excuse to stop taking care of myself. I mean, I, I felt like I was because I was still, you know, I've been working out and I, I work out four times a week, which is good and it's nice and it's nice to have. You're, I'm still taking care of my body, but I was neglecting my mind. I was neglecting my mental peace, right? Um, and that's when all of my anger and rage and things that I've kind of built up from childhood started resurfacing. And it scared me because I don't want my son to see that side of me. And I don't want my negative energy rubbing off onto my my son or to my partner, right? And that's one of the reasons why I decided to start working with someone that I can kind of talk to and really get into my subconscious to figure out what's going on in my subconscious that may be contributing to this this low-key anger that I have inside of me that I know is coming from a place of, of, of my childhood because, you know, I saw myself doing these things back then and now they're resurfacing, right? So sometimes asking for help is the answer to everything, right? Um, but that's one of the things. Journaling, as I mentioned, is another thing, right? Doing that on a daily basis. And I really, every morning, making a party, no matter what it takes to sit down and just take off five minutes or 10 minutes to just get it all out of your system. Just let it out, all right? All that pressure, all that noise you have from your day-to-day life, let it out into a journal. Now, for some people, journaling may not be the answer. There's also meditation. I don't meditate. I have some clients who are mothers and entrepreneurs, and meditation works a charm for them. That might be your thing, right? But the point is, finding that one thing or multiple things, like whatever you need, that is right for you right? Whether that outlet is journaling, whether that outlet is meditating, whether that outlet is working out, are you doing that in your life? Whatever that thing is for you. And this is an absolute must. And that's because if you don't make yourself a priority, you're going to burn out. And yes, you love your kids, your business, your partner, and everything else and all the other people in your life. But remember, it starts with you first, because if you can't give yourself all the love, nurturing, care, mental peace, feed your body, feed your soul the way that it wants to be fed, then how can you be the best version of yourself for all the other loved ones in your life, including your children and including your business? Your business needs you to show up to be the best that you can be. And you can only do that if you're making yourself a priority first. So that's the first lesson. And the second lesson is building your business in silo, as in not integrating your family and business. So as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, the most important thing after your mindset is having a team. And no, I'm not talking about having employees. I know that most of you listening to this right now are likely solopreneurs. You're, you know, you're running your own business by yourself, or maybe you have a couple of virtual assistants and some of you may have teams as an employees, but for the most part, you're probably running your business solo, right? And that's fine. I'm not talking about a team as in hiring people and spending money on having a team. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about another team, a team that will be there for you through thick and thin. They will be your emotional support. They will be your physical support. They will be your backbone. They will be there for you night and day and will cheer you on, will understand your lows and your highs and will be there right by your side 
helping you through all the messiness that entrepreneurship brings and that motherhood brings and that everything in life brings. And that team is your family. You need to have your family on board with the things that you're doing in your business and in your life. And this includes your kids. You need to integrate your family and your business life by including them in your business building process. And the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because imagine waking up every single day of your life not having to feel guilty about choosing your kids over your business or about choosing your business over your kids. This whole notion of us having to choose between our family and our business is something that is such a big problem for us mothers and business owners about us wanting to balance it all and balance when you're trying to balance all all, it really comes down to you know you having to choose whether you should do one thing versus the other but my thing is why can't we just integrate you know our business is also part of our life isn't it it is why is it that our family who we love and who love us so much be part of that business building journey be part of that journey with us where we're growing, we're stretching, we're struggling, we're failing, we're winning, right? They be part of that. And so what do I mean by this specifically? So for me personally, my son is, I mean, he's a baby, right? He's only 13 months old right now. So how do, how do I do that? Like, how is this actually practical? So I think it's all about including them in the sense of having conversations, letting them see you work on the things that you're working on, you know, on projects, speaking to them about it. So for example, with my son, I pick a time during the day where I I am with him and I will sit down for at least one hour and I'll work having him by my side. And I'll tell him, even though he's 13 months old, you know, kids, they pick up things. And we all know that being mothers, right? That the earlier we start training their mind and practicing with them and setting an example with them, the earlier they'll learn. So I'll sit down with him and I will tell him like, mom is going to work and I'll tell him what I'm working on, why I'm working on it. You know, I'll show him. The whole point is for me to show him that I'm working towards my passions and I'm working towards my goals. He'll sit there and listen to me for about two minutes and then he's off doing his own thing, which is fine. He's playing and I'm working. He's doing what he loves and I'm doing what I love, right? But I'm integrating my son into my business building process. Now, I'm not doing this all day with him. Of course, I want him to have playtime and I'm playing with him and then we have other activities that we're doing but I carve out a specific amount of time during the day to do that aside from the dedicated times I have throughout the morning or the night or the weekends to work on my business 100% without any distraction right but I make it a point to make sure that he's sitting there right by my side and listening to me and watching me watching mom do what she needs to do, right? So that's just my example. Now, this could vary for everyone, right? Depending on whatever your unique situation. I have, I know other mothers who have 
you know, children who are a bit older, eight, nine, 10 years old, and they are literally including them in their product testing, in their, you know, creating systems and frameworks for their clients. And, you know, they're doing all these cool and creative things with their children so that their children get to see what their mom is doing. Their children are included and their, their moms are being a role model for them, setting an example to show them that, you know, if mom can do the things that she's passionate about and fulfill her dreams and desires and live a life that she loves, you can do the same. And that's what I love about this. That's why I'm, I love integration and I call it harmonious integration, right? Versus trying to balance it all. It's a different way of looking at it, right? So stop building your business in silos. Stop treating your family and your business as two distinct entities because they're not. They're one. They're all part of your life, right? And the more you get your family, your partner, your children on board with what mommy is doing and why she's doing it and how she's fulfilling her dreams and passions and how you get them on board with that, the easier it's going to make your life. It's going to reduce the overwhelm. It's going to reduce the stress, the pressure, the constant guilt of having to choose between the two. So harmonious integration is all about building your business while raising a family as one unit, as one entity, so that you can be happier, so that you can be peaceful, and so that you can stop feeling guilty about fulfilling your dreams and passions while raising a family. And the third lesson is not leveraging the power of systems in your business and life. And I like to call these lifestyle systems. And the biggest benefit of implementing systems in your business and your life is getting your time back, becoming more efficient, becoming more effective, working smarter and not harder and getting your time back and that time that you could be using towards doing other things you love, towards spending time with your kids, with your partner, and enjoying all the wonderful things that life has to offer, right? And when I talk about systems, sometimes people think that I'm talking about, you know, like technology-related things. No. Systems are plain and simple, just a method or framework that you put in place to accomplish the thing that you want to accomplish, right? So that every day or whenever it is that you sit down to actually work on that thing or do that thing, you don't feel like you have to rethink it all over again, or you feel like you're scrambling, or you just feel like you don't have enough clarity around it, right? It's all about creating a plan and a method or framework up front so that as you continue doing those things in your life and business, you have a lot more clarity, a lot more efficiency, a lot more effectiveness, and you're working smarter, not harder. You're not having to duplicate things that don't need to be duplicated, right? They can be do once and for all and you're done with it. So what do I mean by this? Like, so how do you actually implement systems in both your life and business? Well, you know, obviously there's many ways to do it, but there's just a couple of few that I want to share with you, things that I've done in my life that have worked a charm in helping me 
feel like I have a lot more clarity. I'm in a lot more control of my time and have given me time back throughout the day to then spend time with my son or go work out or, you know, journal or or do other things that I love, you know, go on date night with my husband. So, you know, these are some of the things that I have been able to do because I've been implementing systems in my life, especially since becoming a mother. So the first thing is let's talk about personal life before we get into business. The first is household work. I mean, this is our life, right? You're cooking, you're cleaning, you're doing laundry, you have to do grocery shopping. So some of the things that I like to do is for the grocery shopping, for example, I will put things on subscription. And the beauty of that is you actually get to save. So I am a huge user of Amazon Prime, um, Thrive Market. Those are my top two. So Amazon Prime, you can actually get like 5% to 15% savings by just putting things that you need to buy all the time on subscription, right? Thrive Market, if you're into like organic, wholesome, natural food is a great platform for you to put, you know, your groceries that you buy over and over again or other household items on a subscription service and you get a discount from it. Now, of course, there's going to be one-off runs here and there that you might have to go get, which is fine. You can do that or, you know, maybe delegate that to your partner if you do have a partner. If not, then set aside, you know, just one evening in a week to quickly go make that run and be back. But at least the bulk of your grocery shopping, you have put a system around it by outsourcing it to some of these subscription services. Cooking and laundry. Cooking, I pre- pre-cook all of my meals on Sunday. If you don't have the Instant Pot, you have to get it. It will change your life. Um, Instant Pot, or there's another one, it's the Melty Pot. Again, pre-cooking all your meals on a Sunday evening, and then throughout the week, all you need to do is warm it up. And if you don't like pre-cooking, all right, that's fine. At least the night before, pre-cooking as in like a week out, at least the night before you can put your put whatever food items you have in the melty pot or in your instant pot and the next day you don't have to think about it and you're not stressing about it, right? So it's all about, you got to see what's best for you, but it's about how can you plan and prepare in advance so when the time comes around, you're not scraping for time or you're not just scrambling to get things done, right? And putting fires out. So cleaning, again, picking one evening during the week, maybe that's a Friday or Saturday, and and getting that done. Now, for a lot of these things, if, you know, you can also delegate. I'm a huge advocate of delegating things and getting help. Remember creating a team, so having my husband on board, if that is an option for you. If it's not, at least picking one evening during the week to do that laundry, and that's it. Don't touch it the rest of the week, right? Again, it might drive you crazy, but I promise you, if you create a system around it where you've committed to yourself that it's just one night on Friday or Saturday evenings or whatever that night is for you, that's the only night you're going to do all your laundry and not touch it for the next rest of the week, I promise you everything in life will be just fine. So again, you got to see what works best for you, but how can you create systems at the end of the day, lifestyle systems around your household work so that it removes the pressure and the overwhelm that you already have with the other millions of things going on. The other piece is personal stuff. So now I was struggling with taking vitamins and I need to take vitamins because 
through my pregnancy, I realized that I have a rare genetic disorder which causes clotting, blood clotting. And so it's really important for me to take anti-inflammatory vitamins to help prevent a heart attack or any other you know, types of health issues. And I was not doing a good job with this. I just wasn't. And so what I did was I actually... Um, in my planner that I plan out every week on Sunday night, I'll sit down and plan out the week. I actually wrote it in there that this week I'm going to take my vitamins. And every day when I, I have a, in my planner that I use, which is the Panda Planner, by the way, I love it. I actually write out every single morning that the, today, one of my goals is to take my vitamins. And I do that religiously. And I, and I started this about maybe three months ago. And I have never failed to take a vitamin in the last three months. That is how powerful it is. Whereas before, I would go maybe five, six days without taking it. I was taking it once or twice a week. And that's, that's not good. At least for me, vitamins are very important. So what is that thing for you? Do you need to be taking vitamins? Do you need to be taking something else for your personal care that's very important, but you're just not doing? And if so, how can you create a system around that to make sure you're actually doing it? Whether it's putting in your planner or somewhere else that you can keep note of. For me, the planner works really well. Writing it in my planner every single morning, this is the thing I do, and then I check it off. That works really well for me. That might work for you too. If not, it could be a calendar that you have hanging, whatever that thing is for you. Um, journaling. So again, for me, that's very important. So there was a time where I wasn't doing it as, as I had mentioned before. And I started doing it again three months ago and I have done it five days a week for three months. I take Saturdays and Sundays off with my journaling, right? So again, creating a system around that and I write about it in my planner. This is the only way I know I'm going to take my vitamins and that I'm going to journal because I'm writing about it and I need to check it off, right? That's the way my, my brain works. It may work a little differently for you. So what is that thing for you that will help you make sure you get that stuff done? That's important to you, to your happiness and to your mental peace. Following through on projects, especially long-term ones, creating a system around this. So for this, I specifically use an amazing tool. It's called Trello. And I cannot tell you, I don't even know why I wasn't using this tool before in my early days in the business. I think probably it didn't exist back then, but it will, it has completely transformed my project management, right? So I know every single step that I need to take in writing a book or whatever that project is. So when you're working on projects in your business or maybe even in your personal life, especially if they're long-term and you know there's a chance that you can you won't follow through on them because you know sometimes things take really long, right? How can you create a system around that? And my, what I find to be very effective is using organizational tools like Trello. Asana is another one, but Trello is my favorite. And I'm actually putting uh, in my book that I'm writing um, and things that I'm going to be offering, which I'll reserve until all that is ready. I'm going to be offering some really cool trainings around this. So if you do ever decide to use Trello, keep a lookout for my trainings. If you follow me on social media, you will hear about it. And of course, if you listen to my podcast, you'll hear about it as well. But Trello is a great tool to help you stay on track with any sort of projects that you're working on, especially long-term ones, even short-term ones. Um, but long-term ones, you know, definitely creating a system around it. And that system you can create 
through using a tool named Trello. The other part is like, let's talk a little bit more specifically about business. Like how can you create a system where you are generating awareness for your brand and for your company, for your products and services. And then you are taking your audience that follows you on a journey with you where you're leading them towards something. Okay. And I like to call this a lifestyle conversion system, having a lifestyle conversion system in place so that you can, for all those people that you're attracting through the messaging, the messages that you're putting out there, whatever you're doing on social media, on any social media platform, you have to have a way to systematically attract those people and then lead them towards something. What is that something? It's your offer right? It's your product that you're selling or service that you're selling, right? And that's where you want to have a lifestyle conversion system in place so that you're not leaving money on the table. There's no gaps in your your conversion process, your the journey that you're taking your audience on to get them to become your customers so that you can serve them, you can help them solve whatever problems that they're having in their life, right? And obviously on this episode, we don't have a ton of time to talk about all the nitty gritty of lifestyle conversion systems, but this is something that I do talk about in depth in my new book that I'm going to be releasing that I'm super excited about. And I walk you through each step that you can then take and start applying in your business to make sure that you have a systematic way to attract customers, attract your audience, your tribe, right? People that will love you and your message and your offer. And then, you know, take them on a journey to, to serve them and invite them to become your customers or your clients. And the whole idea behind this is for you to work smarter and not harder, not have to create content and post on social media all day long without having any sort of clarity of what people are even going to do with that content, right? And this is a trap that I see so many women and so many entrepreneurs fall into. You know, they're, they're, they're working hard, they're creating the content, they're putting their messages out there, and then they're not getting any customers, all they're getting is some followers and some likes. And that's not what drives a business, right? What drives a business is the customers, the clients, and the people that are really coming into your world, into your tribe, and you're serving them at the best level that you can serve them. So more to come on this lifestyle conversion system that I'm going to be talking about and sharing so many wonderful examples and very specific strategies and tips and tools and tactics that you can apply in your business. But this is something that you want to start thinking about, right? Is how can you start creating systems in your business and life so that you can work smarter, not harder. You can be happier. You can have less overwhelm, less stress, and you can spend more time with your family, your kids, and your loved ones, right? So these are the three lessons that I wanted to share with you because so many times with the clients that I've worked with in the past, when I was doing one-on-one client work with, you know, my own connections, people, these lovely women and moms that I meet on social media, the biggest challenge that we all have is our time and being smarter with it and doing things more effectively, doing things where there's some type of method and doing things that give us more time to do the work that we love, that we're passionate about, 
to help all the people that we want to help through our businesses and be fully present and happy with our family. So I hope you start thinking about this. I hope that at least one of the things that I mentioned is something that you take with you and start running with it and start applying it in your business and life. And my rule of thumb always is this, focus on one thing at a time right? One thing at a time. Implement one new practice or framework, whatever it is, one at a time, right? So a quick recap of those three lessons are one, make yourself a priority. And two is harmoniously integrating your family and your business life so that you're not building your business in silo. And three is leveraging the power of systems in your business and in your life so that you can get your time peace and sanity back well well there you have it the three lessons mom entrepreneurs make in their business too late and i hope it's not too late for you i hope you're not burnt out you're not so overwhelmed you're not at a breaking point in your business where you're about to call it quits i really hope you're not there and if you are this is my message to you don't give up on yourself you were brought into this world for a reason, to fulfill your passions, your dreams, to do the things that you love, to impact people, to create a legacy for yourself and your, for your family, to serve the people that you want to serve, and to be a role model for your kids, to show them by doing, not just talking, that they too are capable of achieving anything they want in life. You know why? Because their mom is doing the same. So keep going and take some of the things that I mentioned on this episode to help you get your sanity back, to help you create systems in your life, to help you integrate your life with your business so that you're not struggling with the guilt, the overwhelm that comes between running a business and a family at the same time. And reach out to me. Reach out to me through Instagram at Rapalimonga underscore and let me know what you're struggling with. Let me know where you are in business. I always love connecting and hearing from my listeners and anyone else that follows me because I'm here right by your side. I'm doing this with you and I want to know what it is that you're struggling with, if there is anything at all. Lots of love to you and I'll see you on the next episode.